What is truth? Truth is reality. It can be confirmed by evidence. It is verifiable. And we seek to find it. Welcome to Euphonaut Radio. Euphonaut Radio is a show that takes you on a truth journey outside the matrix to examine the worlds of ufology, the paranormal, and new science. Open your mind as we search for the truth that most are afraid to discuss. This is Euphonaut Radio. Only on PSN Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Euphonaut Radio Thursday night, 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time here in Portland, Oregon, the great state of Oregon, and a hot Thursday afternoon in the sun. Ooh, it's so hot. Hey, wait till you're called upon, sir. I'm Jesse Randolph, yes, your host. Master. Of course. And to my right, the angel of ufology and PSN-radio. Dot com. Mr. Angel Espino, welcome, sir. Glad to hear your voice. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. You know, I had the worst sinus infection in the world. I lost my voice for about two weeks, and I think some folks really uh, actually missed the show. I can't believe it. Oh, it was crazy, Jesse. Uh, last week, I almost uh, actually did you for now without you because people were like, come on, we want something. It's, it's, it's like heroin. We need it. We need our fix. We need that you for not fix. <laughs> Well, we need to fix, I'm, man. I tell and you, then I, I volunteered, and there was like, "It's just, okay, go, but it's not the same." <laughs> I decided not to go. Actually, uh, Lou, was, Lou was instrumental in me not going because there was a Dodgers game on, and I was like, "You know what, Lou? I'm following your lead." Hilarious, hilarious. Well, we we are back. Here's the good news, uh, and a lot has happened in the past two weeks. Oh, it has it ever? Yeah, a lot, a lot of drama, and I think it's healthy. For ufology, you know, at the start of this new venture, we talked about how to make ufology relevant again, and things were looking pretty bleak. And I think because of the alternative, whatever you want to call them, the New Age movement, uh, the Gaia train, kind of enforcing their will onto the mainstream and uh, subgenres of ufology in the past couple of years has really gotten under some people's skin and they've decided to come back they've decided to say hey we're not letting this go into comic-con free-for-all land and sure enough not only have they sort of coordinated this effort in the past two weeks to uh kind of try to dismiss anyone who's not associated with either gaia jimmy church uh mainstream radio corporately controlled mainstream radio and video that you see via Comcast, via Coast to Coast, of course, which is owned by Premier Radio Networks. Um, and they've kind of coordinated these little attacks on people who either are using YouTube as their forum for getting information out yep. or uh, alternative radio, um, mm-hmm. of course, which we are. And yep. what they've decided to do is label us as infiltrators. Like there's something wrong with us questioning and uh, done, done. We're the bad researching, guys. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden we're terrible and we should shut up 
and go away. And they're all acting like this has never happened before, where ufology had some sort of drama going on, which is also hilarious because, as you will hear in tonight's uh, episode, there are plenty of people that only uh, that know it all too well because these charlatans come around once every couple of years. And sure enough, sure as shit, I take two weeks off. And we've got a couple of doozies on board. So let's go over what we're going to talk about tonight, Angel, and we'll jump right into it. How's that? Cool. Sounds like a plan. Fantastic. I've got a lot of coffee in me. It's very good. I can tell. Good. Yeah, and I got my <laughs> voice back. When you lose your voice, man, it's tough. Yeah, you sounded rough the, uh, the other day. I mean, you sounded real bad. Whew. Yeah, there was, there was stuff coming up. Anyways, tonight's show, we're going to talk about the following, and I think, you know, really... I've invited all my friends over at Project Avalon to come and join us for the sort of – I'm not having a forum by any means. This is a, a very uh, lax, sort of relaxed atmosphere where you can come and vent about what you're getting talked about to via the mainstream folks every day on the radio and uh, through the blogs and such. Some people aren't as good with typing, and some people don't even want to, so you are – Absolutely invited tonight to call in when we have a moment, and we'd be happy to hear what you have to say. And keep in mind, uh, pro or con, uh, you're for us, you're against us. We don't care about that part. We're not trying to influence your decision-making process. We're providing information. And then hopefully with that information, you will come up with your own solutions and draw your own conclusions. That's what it's all about. That's what these shows are all about. It's not a personal attack, although what Gaia and the gang has tried to do, uh, especially Jimmy Church, which I'm really surprised, but not so much after learning more about what the show uh, is in, connected with, um, is that, yeah, uh, we're going to get attacked, and here's what they're doing. They're make, trying to make us seem like haters and trolls and all these terrible terms that I've never considered myself, so I hope they're not talking about me, but I do uh, feel as though I'm somewhat defending some folks out there that don't need to be talked about that way. Well, you uh, know, if- Church said t- 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 he used the same language towards me when I had my issues with him on, on Dark Matter and with the way he exited and uh, went to work with uh, Coast after you know, he swore up and down that he was not going to do that, that he was loyal to Art and Dark Matter and this and that. And uh, then he backstabbed Art, backstabbed everybody, just dipped. Uh, with whatever you feel the way you know you feel about Art, uh, Jesse, whatever anybody feels, the way even they feel about art, uh, the way that you know this guy left was kind of a, you know kind of a, a complete backstabbing, and uh, you know he used that kind of language towards me when I called him out on it and said, "Oh, you're nothing but a troll. You're a hater. You you know you 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 ain't us. So you 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 know you're mad because you ain't us and this and that." And I'm like, "No, not really, dude. I, it's not that I want to be like you. I, in fact, I dis- I, de- I despise people like him." I despise people in ufology who are trying to, like, you know, suck their way into, like, all these little groups of hoaxers just so they can make an extra buck. Well, that's, that's the thing. What he is. We're going to draw some conclusions after I play some clips. And, of course, this kind of program, because mm-hmm. we're not on the take, guys, and it's not uh, – I'm not trying to make fun of people making money in this in this category, in this subject matter. the right matter. way, though. But, you but know, there's the a way to is, do it. Mm, yep. Well, hold on, hold on. The point of this program is that I don't have an agenda. It's as open as it can be. They've been labeling us as um, infiltrators, uh, mind-controlled, my labs, uh, you name it. They, they really have gone off. And here's the obnoxious part is that they've now sort of 
tried to latch on to owning ufology, like you said, our community. Who are these people? I have not heard of 90% of them, uh, and I've been in, involved in the subject since 1995, I believe, or earlier. And these people didn't exist. They don't own ufology. They don't speak for it, and this is the big problem, why they're hurting ufology, why they are ruining this subject. We're going to talk about that tonight, and I think when you hear what these people are saying, you're going to say, no, 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 that's not right. The slots that some of these charlatans are taking at these conferences and alike, especially the MUFON conference coming up, the symposium, where they're having two of the worst frauds, the worst cancers on ufology right now speaking is what is ruining the subject from a credibility standpoint. And what it's doing is taking away slots, listening, taking away slots from people who are doing quality research. Yes, maybe it's not providing you with all the answers that you dream of, but the ones that you're getting are lies. So they're taking away the slots. And they're hurting the credibility of ufology in the mainstream media, which everyone thinks we can ignore at this point. And, D and Stephen Greer can proclaim that disclosure has already happened. But that doesn't help anybody. And it's not moving the needle. And it hasn't worked. And these characters are making it 10 times worse. We're going backwards about 50 paces. So the people who are standing up for it are saying, hey, you know what? You guys don't own this subject. You should have stayed in your own corner with uh, channeling and aura reading. Now, listen. Tonight, we're going to get into it. We really are. Listen to what's coming up here, Angel. Hold on to your hat. I'm holding. I mean, there's so much juicy shit. I don't know where to begin. I had to work for like four <laughs> hours on the show. And you know me. I usually don't do anything. No, okay. usually I do all the work, and I'm surprised. <laughs> hey, shut up. And you're you're I'm like, you, you, did, you did all that work? I don't got to do nothing? Oh, my God. Look, we're it's not great. that. <laughs> Here's another thing I want this audience to know, because our audience is quite cool. They will say hi to us during the week. Sometimes they'll give us pick-me-ups or tell us, you know, the show is real good. Look, we don't get sponsors anymore. I don't have to pimp stuff in the first half hour or hour of my show or every 15 minutes. So just know when you're listening that you're listening to people that don't have an agenda and just do it for the love of the subject. Okay. I did that. I did radio on that level and it was nauseating, even on the small scale professional level that I did it on, meaning actual radio station going down to these places and dealing with the garbage you have to deal with and the stuff you have to pimp. And like you said, Angel, you bring up a very good point. You can't make waves with these people, okay? If you do, they won't come back on your show. We've seen yep. this on our program. People yep. will come on. They'll spoo a bunch of garbage, and they usually say obnoxious things about people. Sometimes we've had that happen where they actually slander or libel people, yep. okay? And then they're appalled that we question their credibility. That is the job of ufology mm -hmm. folks. They're supposed to test they're supposed to ask questions. If you can't hold up to that and you're a Jimmy Church listener and this offends you, well, then don't listen to this program and leave us alone. Stay at the Whole Life Expo. Stay at Contact in the Desert. Stick with David Wilcock, and he will guide you towards a land of minutia for the rest of your life. No, okay. he'll, he'll drive you to a land of manure for the rest of your life. Check this out. I, you know, I don't know if you listened to Skywatchers all the way through this week, uh, Jesse. Did you uh, have a chance? 
Of course I did. I listen every week. It's my favorite show. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go, fellas. Uh, as I addressed uh, this, uh, this whole uh, David Wilcock, Corey Good stuff on Skywatchers, I don't know if you uh, heard the part that I talk about where I kind of had a, a breakthrough and how this whole came, this whole thing came together. And, uh, you know, I do believe that the, the David Wilcock coached Corey Good and, uh, kind of like fed him the story and they kind of worked the story together that they came up with, the Blue Avians and all this nonsense. And the reason I came up with this as a narrative that, that I believe is what happened is because I saw the interviews that they did for the Cosmos or whatever the hell it was on YouTube. There's a bunch of them on YouTube from Gaia. And it shows, uh, David Wilcock interviewing Dave, uh, Corey Good. And if you watch this, it becomes apparently clear that, you know, like halfway through this, that David Wilcock is actually leading on the interview. Like, he's telling him what to say because at certain points, Corey Good doesn't know what, what answer to give. Well, so it's funny, it's, it's funny you say that because I believe they're in their fifth or sixth season of Cosmic Disclosure. That's, a, that's what it is, yeah. That's what you can really do is, as you said, if you watch the conferences that they've appeared in, that you can get on YouTube – uh, which they hate, I'm sure, because you don't have to pay of for course. it. Yep. Not the, and you see the evolution of someone who is horrible at public speaking. And, yep. and keep in mind, I'm horrible at public speaking. I don't, I'm not interested in personally attacking these people, and I'm sick of having to fucking apologize for it. Back to your point. Terrible public speaker, quiet, uh, not very emotionally attached, kind of out of it. Mm. And like you said, Wilcox yep. is there almost like a snake oil salesman right on top of an old, uh, you know, uh, wheelbarrow yelling out to the crowd, look what I've got for you. These yeah, are no, the no, he's like, Corey, so this happened like this, right? And then Corey goes into like, oh, yeah, it ha-, and he starts to kind of like leading him towards the answer he wants. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. It's, it's obvious, it's, yeah. It's pretty obvious to someone who isn't looking for the answer. And this is where another issue where people are like, why do you care? Why don't you... Like, Jimmy Church doesn't get it. He doesn't get it because he hasn't been around long enough. Right. That's why he doesn't get it. And I get... Look, man, if you're going to do a roundtable discussion... Mm. We're going to get to this. So let, let me just back up <laughs> tell you the fucking segments already. I'm so excited Go about this. Go ahead. So, Go much, ahead. so much fun to be back. Okay, tonight, we're going to talk about Sean David Morton. There's some huge updates for you. Uh, and I know you've probably heard that Sean David Morton is now a fugitive. And to us, that is a mm-hmm. big deal. Okay? It's bigger than the shooting that was on my street last night, by the way, which uh, I don't even think we'll have time to get to tonight. So we're going to talk about that. Apparently, there's some new developments on his uh, radio page. Uh, I don't know if anyone used to listen to Revolution Radio, but Morton was on there up until him skipping town. So I used to listen to it sometimes, uh, and it was really weird. What I do know is that he is very good friends with Carrie Cassidy and did an interview with her just a, a week and a half ago or something, like right before he skipped town, okay? So we're going to talk about that and what we know. We have some people waiting in the wings that are dying to give us some juicy tidbits on a lot of this drama going on, and I want them – to also respond to some of these clips we're going to play tonight because at the end of the day, I love, as you know, providing you – because I am not making money from this. I'm able to play as a journalist clips of other people. This way I do not have to paraphrase what they're saying. These are important statements, and you'll see tonight from some of the statements from Jimmy Church how 
the narcissism uh, is just getting out of control with how important some of their shows are and alike and how they represent the community and own this community. It's getting nauseating. So we have that coming up. We have a Stan Romanek update coming up. We have a discussion tonight. We have to touch on, Angel, about the Peruvian alien mummy and NASCAR, a la Jay Widener, a la Gaia, of course, and a la Jaime Musan, the guy behind it, which oh, no. all equals, if you add up all those integers, all of those ingredients, and you're going to make a, a pie. We're going to have to talk about what kind of pie that would be. I like the pies, the UFO pies. <laughs> There's only one person that does him. Even better than you. And I'm yes, not saying, yes. I'm not even going there. Okay, so we've got that. We've got this ufology roundtable show that Jimmy Church did last week, which was basically what a fraud, uh, how could I put this in the nicest way possible? <laughs> it was a pl- it was some sort of ploy, right, to try to sequester good research and fact checking on Corey Good and David Wilcock and. A bunch of other people, because I think what these guys realized was, like I said last a couple of weeks ago, Corey Good represents a lot of what is wrong. It's not just him. It's Andy B. It's Randy C. It's about a hundred guys that just make these ridiculous claims for the past few years, and nobody's man enough to say, you know what? He's speaking at this conference. I'm sorry. I'm not going to speak. And this happened with Andy B. recently. Andy uh, Bashago, okay? You're one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was some sort of 9-11 truth panel of some sort, and I'm paraphrasing here, which I hate to do. But apparently when some of the folks found out that Andy B. was being included, they dropped out. And that's for the them. way to handle Yeah, Hell good yeah. for them. I don't even know if these people are sane or not, and I don't care. The point is, is that uh, Laura Eisenhower... About a hundred people in the alternative quote unquote new age community uh, who have an entirely different set of ethics, values, belief systems, etc. How do they not feel that they're the ones infiltrating a subject that was owned by science for a long time, by study? trying to get accepted into the mainstream science community, into the university level. And then how sad it is that we fast forward to 2017 and some of these same people are are totally forgotten about Kevin Randall's. Where was he on the ufology panel uh, with Jimmy Church? Where was Richard Dolan? Mm, Jimmy Church yep. claimed he got some of the best of the best. Well, uh, Tom... The producer over at Coast to Coast is not exactly an expert that I want on the UFO roundtable. And most of these guys didn't even know what he was talking about, which is like the crazy part. They're like, oh, I have, you know, I have nothing to say about that. Oh, we're going to get to that. Wow, it's crazy. Agree with you. It yeah. was the most bizarre show in the world. He had guys on like uh, Peter Davenport. You can't get more, more insignificant as far as what that guy's going to know about the Corey Good saga. Okay, the guy had no idea what he was talking about. He basically answers a rotary phone at this point uh, for about the past 50 years. He's a very self-proclaimed sort of hermit guy, 
and they check in with him about sightings for the past eon. That's what he does. He doesn't even he probably doesn't even surf the web. So, of course, they have this show. Don't get me started. We're going to do a Corey Good update tonight. And I really want to play for you a clip that I think encompasses what the ufology community, I'm going to use their terms, right? The ufology sector, the subject, the people, the diehards that listen to this program, what the, what I think they're feeling. And I think they have a representative. And I think his name is Richard Dolan. And you know what? Richard Dolan, uh, to me, represents uh, one of the last great hopes. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk to tonight about. There has been some other news sent to me via some very trusted sources. And I'm going to leave their names out, not because I'm a uh, afraid to talk about people or I think it's wrong. It's not going to be a weird kind of reason. I've just been asked not to name them, so I won't. And that's totally fine. But the information is there. And I'm going to give you some spicy, juicy little gossip tidbits. So, like a freight train. Remember those days? Let's get this show rolling. Oh, yeah. And let's dive right in. And let's start off with our Sean David Morton bench work update. Most of you are aware Sean David Morton last week was supposed to show up in a Los Angeles uh, County court for uh, sentencing. He was convicted, as was his wife, on uh, something like 50 counts of fraud in the uh, financial sector. It was very sad to hear about, um, and I don't really see much of an excuse there. It seems as though he really pulled a bunch of heavy-duty uh, fraud maneuvers on folks. And because of that, he is facing a number of years in prison. We're talking about a lot of time here. So what had happened recently is that he skipped, didn't show up, and some of his worst detractors, people I'm talking about people that have hated Morton for years, like UFO Watchdog, and people who just see him as an absolute snake oil type guy uh, who are scamming people with, you know, promising them he can remote view stock tips and bullshit like that. The guy finally gets his day in court. He sued, uh, I believe, UFO Watchdog for defamation years ago, lost that case, which only fueled the fire. Uh, if you don't go to UFO Watchdog, you're missing good stuff. It'll probably set you straight on who's real and who's not. And uh, anyway, to make a long story short here, Revolution Radio still had to go on the air, and they did. And apparently somebody called in, and they were trying to find out uh, where the heck Sean David Morton is. And I guess that's the million-dollar question right now. Where has Sean gone? Angel, do you have any idea where Sean might be? Where in the world is Sean David Morton? Where <laughs> in the world is Sean David Morton? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> You're supposed to say you're supposed to say that clip before we went into the segment. But that's my bad. <laughs> that's gonna be the new jingle as we uh, we tackle this every week because I think he's gonna be on the run for a while. Uh, I think he's in Cuba with Tupac and Biggie. That's what I think right now. I think he's hiding under Stan Romanek's couch. Very possible. No, very possible. Very possible. It, it's very sad. <laughs> the whole thing is really blown up because Not now really. he's gonna face more time. Not really. I mean, this guy deserves what he gets. He's been like, he has been defrauding people for a good number of years. These are just the ones that got him finally in trouble. 
Let's be honest. You don't do this just out of, out of a whim, you know, once. This guy's been doing this for who knows how long. And he finally got caught. They finally pinned him down with some charges that he couldn't just run from. And now he's on the run because the law's caught up to him. And uh, it could happen to a more of a scummier guy. And, uh, yeah, he's on the run, but they'll catch him eventually. If they caught uh, Saddam Hussein in a hole in Iraq somewhere, or in wherever the hell he was, believe me, they're going to catch all 385 pounds of Sean David Morton. He'll be caught. Well, that's the thing is that they, uh, from what I'm getting, and this is the latest. He's a big guy. That, uh, keep in mind, his wife was just released on uh, on uh, on her own uh uh bail money I guess was on her own faculties on yeah. her own reconnaissance uh she is out on bail so basically she's out awaiting sentencing so she's getting sentenced too and some people are saying that he has family connections in Salt Lake City so they mm-hmm. believe he might be hiding there some believe he is in Mexico we do know that Morton uh had a very well-known knowledge of uh, a lot of the sites overseas and some of these locations like Egypt and Peru yep. because he used to do tours and such, you know. But how did he leave the country? I mean, I, I mean. Well, I, 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 you know, he let's let's put it this way: he had a Fake long passports. time. You know, he had a long time to think about this, didn't he? So Very true. Very true. I think I think he had it all sorted out a long time before this went down, and that's what happened. So that's what's going on. That's the latest on Sean David Morton. And if anybody has seen or spoken to Sean, I would love to hear his side of the fence. I would love to hear his side of the tale. Uh, I think if you listen to Carrie Cassidy's latest thing with him, she does sort of touch on it. But it was more of a sad interview, really. It was kind of uh, – you just felt as though this was the last time you might be seeing him. And sure enough, it was. So that that was a live stream. That was like a uh, – a hangout chat, okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder if she, I wonder if she can get in trouble for uh, you know dealing with him after the fact that he's in, on the run now. Well, I think what happened is uh, what, what's happening is most people think that he will reach out to Carrie or he will reach out to another friend or to his wife, of course, and the NSA will just get him that way. That's most likely. Yeah. I, I love how on UFO Watchdog uh, the Blogspot page they have a uh, a count up. Of how many days he's been on the on the wanted fugitive list that he's been on the run. Uh, we're up to 10 days, 9 hours, 28 minutes, and 29 seconds, 30 seconds, 31 seconds, 32 seconds, 33 seconds, 34 seconds, 35 seconds. 30. Well, you know where that's going. It's just going to keep going. Kind where of is it Where is it right now? It, it, look, I'll, I'll show it to you. <laughs> 43 seconds, 44 seconds. Is this seconds, about the time seconds. where you start ta- telling me how nice uh, Lisa and Stan Romanek are? <laughs> And hell has finally frozen over. <laughs> okay, listen. So, Sean David Morton, uh, he's going to face more charges, and now they're going to put out bounty hunters on him because that's how uh, that yeah. works. I mean, he's facing, what, like 300 years as it is? I mean, what, what, what are they going to add another 20 years to that? <laughs> he's not Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, he's, he pulled a bunch of tax fraud and ripped a bunch of people off. He's kind of like a mini Madoff, you know? I mean, uh, he's not as smart, but he's pretty crafty. He is a very smart guy. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But oh, in yeah, a of course. Luther kind of way, I guess. So. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, it does happen in this subject. And sh- uh, Shakaru, uh, um, you know, it's funny. When you get the facts, uh, sometimes it don't add up. Moving right along. 
And you liked this guy, man. I remember when we first met, you were like really into his stuff. I, you loved Sean David Moore. Well, hold on. I liked Sean because I met him. He's a very personable guy. I didn't give him any I money. I know. You know, I did, just did not, Jesse. Maybe you did. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't even think I had lunch. I just sort of had a coffee next to him and his Mr. wife. Mr. Moore, here's ten dollars. Uh, talk. Uh, <laughs> could you stop it a bit? And also, I don't like making fun of people's weight for obvious reasons. Okay, hey. moving right along here. Uh, hey, we talked about a couple weeks ago, if you haven't heard, folks, uh, on the difference between body styles in the alternative New Age community and body styles in the ufology community. They are radically different. Uh, although then you run into Dr. Stephen Greer, who's uh, all beefed up now. So there you go. Maybe you think times are changing. Beefcake. Although you just had pizza before the show, didn't you, Angel? Oh, it was so good, too. Veggie pizza. Veggie pizza. Mm. Okay, let's keep going. We have so much. Uh, I want to talk about the Peruvian alien mummy in NASCAR, a la Jay Widener, who works for Gaia, who is also behind uh, a lot of things. He's a filmmaker. He's done some interesting things about the moon. We probably agree on the moon, uh, although I'm not very sure about the uh, the whole theory behind Stanley Kubrick. I'm not convinced of that, although I think as a yeah, consultant, maybe so. Either way, he does a very impressive job. He's a very smart guy. I think he lives out here in Oregon, actually. Uh, but that's about where it ends for us because, number one, here's a couple of things on the Peruvian alien muppy in NASCAR. When I first heard about this, Angel, this was uh, – I had lost my voice, and I was – I had heard this from someone, and I immediately, of course, pulled it up, and I was expecting a really shitty dummy, another piece of garbage, sort of Roswell slides, I mean, how bad can you get kind of thing. I was immediately impressed because I thought right away, I said, if this is a fake, it's very well done, okay? I thought the actual video was very well done, a la Gaia, where they do a very well done heavily produced, uh, probably better looking than about 98% of the UFO movies yep. you see, right? Yep. Yes, yep. they have budget. Yep. I saw all of a sudden I'm watching this and I'm seeing CAT scans and I'm seeing doctors and people talking about uh, MRIs and I'm like, there's bone structure, there's skeleton uh, pictures of exo and the skin and we're talking about carbon dating and all this groovy shit. And I'm like, well, they have the money to test everything, right? Then I heard these other crazy claims that there were eggs involved in the bodies, none of which I saw in this video. I saw one sort of plaster of Paris looking creature, right? Uh, yeah. With three incredibly long fingers, three incredibly long toes. Yep. And to me, it looked like a, a hybrid sort of gray looking creature if you were going to mm -hmm. ask a special effects company to make one of these things. Um, my personal background, if if people haven't been listening to the show for the past 20 years or however it's been at this point, I can't keep track, um, know that I have some sort of background in special effects from family. So I know what creatures uh, and I know some silicone technologies and I've just because I've been around it since I was a little kid. So I, I do have a very keen eye for some of this stuff. Not like the people I know. Unfortunately, I don't have contact with those folks anymore, or else I would have been on the first phone to them, as I usually am. And I usually say, hey, what do you think of this? 
I will say I was really taken in. And then the entire thing got ruined. <laughs> the entire video went to shit because I saw a guy named Jaime Musad in the background. Yep, there you go. And I just said, The alien is very, very cool. We're going to take the DNA. We're going to test the DNA. Yeah. It's going to be very, very, very specific. Now, this is the kind of shit <laughs> that drives me batty because here yeah. I am. Guys like Jimmy Church and Gaia and all these uh, New Age uh, uh, Love of Raw people, Law of One folks, are angry that now I'm going to go, uh, Jaime Moussan's involved. Fuck that, man. It's bullshit, obviously. Now, don't you think that the the weight or the pressure should be on Moussan to produce as far as, hey, man. You know, we shouldn't even come out with this until we have every T crossed because I just ruined my credibility last year in such a way. I screwed the pooch how every single way you could. So I'm not even going to go there. In fact, don't even have me in the video. This guy's such a narcissist that he had to make sure he was in the video, that he gets the credit. I well, mean, he's trying to make up for his failure. For asking questions, and I'm the asshole for asking <laughs> questions, right? No, but he's, remember, he's trying to make up for, like, his past failures, because if this is legit, it'll wipe, it'll wipe away the mistake of the, uh, the, you know, the slides and stuff from, you know, a year ago or whatever. So, I mean, that's why he wants to be, in, you know, head front on this thing. I don't think they're promoting, they, I think they went about this all wrong. Obviously. I think, yeah, well, but that's the thing is they should have cut the cord with Musan right away, okay? Apparently, I still can't understand the explanation of the connection between Musan and the actual mummy, but Musan is responsible for bringing the story to Gaia. That should have been the end of it right, right there. Now, let me back up real quick and say, for entertainment purposes, this thing was a 10. I really enjoyed it. Yep. And this is the problem with our subject. This is the part that Jimmy Church doesn't understand, and he should just stop talking about. This is the reason George Norrie doesn't talk about this, or any other mainstream guy, Clyde, or any of the guys... I know most of these guys. Some of them I know personally, and I don't know Jimmy. I don't know George, but I know Clyde, and I know uh, – it doesn't matter. The point is that these guys are caught between a, a rock and a hard place, right? They have to entertain the guests. I get that. Is this fun to talk about? Shit, yeah, because if a quarter of what they're saying is true, it's the, the biggest discovery on the planet, right? But then you dig a little deeper, and you start to figure out that this story – ends up being pretty much like most stories where there is no end. And that's how the New Age community keeps spinning the wheel, the money wheel. Follow the money, okay? You can't follow it to this program, so don't worry about that. But you will follow the money to the folks that have to keep the radio shows churning, right? So they got to keep those guys happy, which means they got to not judge them. Then you have to keep the conferences churning, right, with new information. but you don't want the new information to come to a head because then you'll have to come up with new stuff all the time. You don't want to do that. And then if you actually do do that, which Wilcock does every 10 years, he did it in 2000, he did it in 2012 where you know the end of the world's coming, and then he shits on himself because none of it happens. And then you have to play damage control, and damage control usually is an entire spin into something else to pivot and ignore everything you just botched. And yep. proclaimed. Now, why not just offer information? Don't proclaim it because the problem is 
The problem with that solution is if you don't proclaim it, people don't believe it, i.e., they won't buy tickets. There you go. Okay. Now, another thing about stealing from each other and borrowing from each other, I was talking to somebody about this recently. Everybody does it. Okay. I don't need to be the top dog to tell you that euphonauts were around a lot longer than fader knots. Okay. Euphonaut, fader knot. Yep. Get it? Yep. Am I crying a river? No. Good luck with it. Okay. I don't need it and I don't care. Let's jump into some of these hated people, the trolls of YouTube, which I love, by the way, because this is Joe Public. They are so pissed, mainstream radio. They are so pissed, corporately controlled media, that YouTube even fucking exists. Because any Tom, Dick, or Harry can go make a fucking video after you've heard a show and say, hey, this is bullshit. Here's why I think it is, or I love this stuff. So here's been some of the Let's get into it. Let's let's get into the I think we've talked about the alien mummy enough. It's kind of a, a wait to see sort of thing that I'm telling you is going to spin for eons. And I wouldn't be surprised if there'd be a live stream event or some sort of pay-per-view coming up to a screen near you where you're going to have to punk down 14.95 or 20 bucks to see unacknowledged, which was fucking ridiculous. Yep. And oh, was they it changed ever? that. Oh. They must have heard or they must have decided to redo that. But I will tell you that it would not be surprised, kids. They have the marketing machine churning on this story. It's not going away, and it's bringing in listeners, and it's going to bring in ticket sales, and it's going to bring in book sales and alike live streams. And if Jaime's behind it, there is absolutely no reason that I should have any, any sort of interest in this being – True. Until it is proven without, beyond a reasonable doubt by multiple laboratories. And that would even be hard to swallow if Jaime's involved. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I'm, I'm completely with you because you, and, and I had the same feeling, Jesse. Even if their laboratories come back and say, yeah, it's extraterrestrial, just the mere fact that Jaime Musan is involved, I don't count that as credible. So I, I would want to see other laboratories take, you know, this. Uh, mummified whatever remains and do their own laboratory experiments and tests on it. In fact, you can't really consider this a mummy because it wasn't really wrapped up. Um, and I know they, they even mentioned that in the video that where it's not really considered a mummy. It's you not know, even it's being mummified. housed properly. It's right. Even, it's supposedly the organs. owns it right now. It's like, right. it's pathetic. I mean, it, it's weird. Look, it's interesting and, and I hopefully, I hope it, it turns out to be an alien being of some sort and it's a real thing. But the credibility factor, like you said, with Jaime Musan is completely out the window. Um, so even if they come back saying, yeah, it's an alien being, I have a hard time believing them. I yeah, really do. You know Especially if when I'm they're not... spinning their own narratives. I'm sorry. I just, you know, it doesn't, doesn't work for me. Well, the machine is churning. Yeah. And people are excited. I, hey, look, like I said, the entertainment value is there. Will I tune in? Yes. Will I spend a dime? Fuck no. Mm, okay. No. Moving no. on. Let's get into some clips here because I got so much media. It's good oh stuff. Oh my goodness! Yep. Now keep in mind, if I edited anything down tonight, and anyone wants to say I didn't play the full clip, that's because it's too goddamn long. Okay, I didn't cut out words that I didn't want. I let people finish their thought before I edited. Just so you know, as a disclaimer, mm -hmm. we're going to get into this ufology Jimmy Church roundtable. The reason I'm harping on it a little bit is because they really hyped it. They hyped it as a show. That's going to live on for eternity. I almost threw up. <laughs> I mean, this is fucking nauseating. It really is. And I'm cursing a lot. 
because I'm pissed. So here's what I want to do first. I want to play you some of the highlights, I think. And I'm skipping most of the guests. I think uh, Mike Barra I might have a little bit of, uh, who's obviously a major convert. He's like, yeah, this new age thing's really working out for my career. It's awesome. Nobody questions anything. Um, and what he's decided with most of the guests that Jimmy brought on, keep in mind, he had, what, three guys from KGRA. Uh, I thought the guy who did the best is the guy who owns KGRA, who sounds just like, what's his name? He's got the same accent as uh, our old friend from uh, Unraveling the Squares. <laughs> oh, you're talking about uh, Race Hobbs. Yeah, Race Hobbs. That guy was great. You know, I I really uh, got a uh, a warm feeling listening to him, and I don't. Yeah, he gives me a warm feeling against the guy. He gives he gives me a warm feeling in my undies every time I hear Easy. him. Easy. He also produces <laughs> Dolan's show, which obviously I'm a fan of, and you'll find out why in a little bit. So. Let's play some. Let's play this uh, uh, JC1 clip, uh, and and keep in mind, Jimmy Church was hyping this show that ufology has been infiltrated, although he doesn't listen to any outside media because we're all a bunch of trolls and it's all yep. too negative for him. Of course, and we don't. And our community doesn't need it, meaning they own our community apparently and speak right. for it. Right. And we're all insignificant. Now keep in mind, Tom, the producer from Coast to Coast, was on who called most of us jealous losers who only listen to radio at night and sit in their basements. So he basically told his audience to fuck off. Pretty much, yeah. That's oh, just, they were yeah, a bunch yeah. of losers. Okay? That's, as, that's as bad as uh, calling uh, you know, half the nation deplorables. Yeah, no, it really was a bad, it was a bad right? move. Not yeah, to mention completely. Jimmy's kissing his ass the entire time, and we all know why that's going down. So of course. that's... That's not even like – it's so transparent, It's you don't even need to discuss it. So knowing all that, you're like, okay, this is going to be a sandbag of a fucking show. Maybe I'm wrong. Then he has some other guys on that I've never heard of that are KR, KGRA uh, show hosts. Well, so that's going to be one-sided. And then he's got <laughs> the president of MUFON on, this guy. What a, what a cluck. I mean, talk about helping run MUFON into the ground. I don't need to be this guy's friend. I think everything he's decided so far has been terrible. Okay? I want to go back to the James Clarion days. Sorry. Okay, no one's going to like that comment. Oh, a couple of people might. Uh, then he had on uh, a gentleman from the Huff Post who had no idea what he was talking about. See, most of these people on the program thought Wasn't he was that Lee talking Spiegel? about... It was Lee Spiegel, right, from the Huff yeah, sure Post? Yeah, it was. It was Lee Spiegel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most of these guys thought he was talking about a high-level conversation about um, mirage men, about the yeah. government using disinformation <laughs> yes. to uh, alter the course of ufology, okay, and what we know and what we don't know, right, monitoring that. And we know that that is true. They did do that. And the Paul Correct. Benowitz story and the mirage men movie will blow you away. Go watch it. But don't let these guys try to paint us into that corner, <laughs> And that's exactly what they did, but they didn't know they were doing it. And this is what JC wanted. So this was the last-ditch effort to try to say, hey, here's what you do if you run into people like us. Let's go ahead and play the clip. JC won. As you know, or, you know, or may not, that this broadcast has made its way around social media. And it's made it around in a big way, and that's cool. And it says to me that people are alert, 
right? And 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 they need this subject talked about. We can talk about abductions and and channeling and 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 visitations and things in the sky and night vision and documents and disclosure. We can talk about that every single day on the show, and we do, right? But the subject that we're going to talk about tonight just hasn't been breached. It hasn't been covered. And we anticipate a very large large audience tonight, as it should be. This is a very touchy subject right now. And all of ufology, and I'm talking about the infiltration, you know, this upheaval that's been going on. And all of ufology has been talking about it, which means that not only will we have big numbers tonight live, but that this show will be played back and listened to for years to come. And because of that, we need to be very conscious of this. This is a touchy subject. And the way that we deal with it today, the way that has been dealt with in the past, is going to be a guidebook for the future and how things are dealt with and how people look at us in the future and look back to see how we dealt with this. It could be a playbook. So think about that. It's it's not only for, for the show tonight. But I I really need to drive this home. It's for the future. It's for those that will follow us. Because over the last three to four weeks, our community has not only seen attacks, but it's seen false accusations on groups, on networks, networks, and on conferences. And I was completely shocked I've talked about it since it started to surface on the show. And although, and, and I really mean this, although uh, I know what's going on because I can see the ebb and flow of things, but I don't have the time to go and read everything. Because, well, first off, I, I don't care. I'm smarter than that. But uh, there is so much of it out there that it's not to life. Oh, my God, I'm getting chest pains. Okay, so let's just recap for a second. The infiltrators, which are folks like us, I guess. I mean, I don't know who else else he's talking about. People with an opinion that's different Mm -hmm. from theirs. They're infiltrating the subject in the past three weeks. But we're not going to name names, and he doesn't care because he doesn't pay attention to that. Well, how the fuck does he know all this, number one? Uh Number two, listen, if you send me a link... I'm going to click on it, okay? I want to see what you have to send me. I've been doing that for years, and I will continue to do that because I have an open mind. Why he is so blown away by all of this, first of all, the narcissism that this show, this roundtable show is going to be listened to for years is nauseating. It is. Not only that, but this upheaval that he talks about, he didn't invite one person that was involved in it. So here we go. We're going to start a show with the wrong people represented that don't know what they're talking about because they don't know the subject or the issue. So we can hash this out with the wrong people that Jimmy doesn't care about because he doesn't have time. He's too busy. And then on top of that, we're not going to have the right people represented. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And guess what else, Angel? We're not going to mention any names. None. Because that's, it, that's not polite. Because a little ray of sunshine doesn't do that. Oh, my God. I mean, how are we supposed to – hey, let's let's have a, a, a conference, but let's not talk about anything. 
And let's not mention any names. Maybe we'll get to the bottom of this. You know, it's like let's have a is, is Arab-Israeli peace talks and not talk about uh, suicide bombers. I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. Let's keep going. It just it just got out of control. So I, you know, I read what people send me in email. I'll read the headline of it. Okay, boom, whatever. I get it. But I saw what was going on, and. And some of it I was actually witness to or or you hear people making up false claims and I'm there and I know what's going on. I'm just like, man, this this is just crazy. Just absolutely nuts. You know, and and so it's 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 it was shocking to me. And the the meltdown now this is where I'm gonna get a little specific. The meltdown, the total mind meltdown of a few individuals who seem to either, I don't know, lack judgment, that's a first possibility, or maybe have completely lost control of their faculties, there's that. Maybe somebody's been activated in some crazy mind control program and they don't even know what's going on, right? (laughs) There's that possibility. Uh, could it be a, a concentrated effort uh, from groups outside that want to see this community disrupted? There's there's that, which is a very big possibility, right? And and for whatever reason, they have left large chunks of ufology just completely stunned. Some people in ufology today haven't gone through this before. They weren't around when the MJ-12 documents went nuts. They weren't around when... The alien autopsy film came out. You know, they weren't around for for some of those things. And and things that happened before that. You know, they just weren't around. So they've seen this nice golden age of ufology where things have been really, really, really cool for, you know, like the last 10 years. Lots of discovery. Lots of things going on out there. Ancient aliens and books and Graham Hancock and just... Just wonderful, wonderful things that have been going on to put, you know, go back to things that have been pushing our community forward at a very fast clip. And we've been able to discuss and wonder and just have a great time with this. But they haven't witnessed ever this this crazy negativity that's going on. It's been a long time since ufology has seen these kind of flames. But to be honest, you know, we're going to survive it. We're going to move on. We always do. But this is the other thing. It's names and finger pointing, you know, and it's certainly from this side of the fence will never happen. It just won't. And you're going to ask me why. Well, first, it isn't what's most important. What is most important is that it has all happened at the same time in the last three weeks from groups and individuals who don't seem to be connected And second, finger-pointing only helps feed the artificial fire. And someone out there will say, you know, and I'm quoting here, finger quotes, see, I'm important. They talked about me. (laughs) No, it ain't going to happen, my friends. That is juvenile, and that is stupid. This is a professional broadcast. We have nothing but the best and the brightest on this show. We always will. And we will never step down to that level. It's just stupid. Since that clip, you should be just as confused as everyone mm-hmm. who is listening to the program. Because 
He won't name names because God forbid he names uh-uh. someone like, hey, there's this guy, Dark Journalist, who's making a big buzz on YouTube because he did a bunch of interviews with Bill Ryan, who, guess what, knew Corey Good when he was just a little tiny embryo hanging around the Project Avalon forum where he created a big buzz and got a lot of people sort of frustrated and, and weirded out by a lot of his claims, which ended up to being very dramatic and uh, full of he said, she says. That is a story worth telling. That is a story worth having the proper people represented to have a proper debate. You don't have a debate on atheism with three different churchgoers. You got to have somebody from the other side, guy. Correct. Yeah, well, you got to have somebody representing every side, really, to make it a fair debate. But no, God forbid. My nope. my biggest wish in life is to be mentioned on the Jimmy Church show. That's when I know that I've made it. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Give me a break. This holier-than-now attitude. This, we're going to show you the way. Because they're just on a different class level than the... Jealous losers of the internet, the trolls. Now listen, there's some crazy people on the internet. Me and you have been talking to them for 20 years. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. But I don't need to be dissed because I don't have the same budget or because my headset isn't as good as yours, that my opinion shouldn't count, that my years of reading and research, that my years of interviewing are moot, right? And then you don't even have the balls to have the correct people. Who do have a track record. Bill Ryan has a good track record of interviewing people. Do I agree with everything he says? Of course not. Do I agree with everything that Dark Journalist has done in the past two months? No. But guess what? That's what you have debates for. That's what you have conversations for. There is a way of having rational conversation. You know, I'll give you a quick for instance. I talked to my uncle today. He's a very interesting guy. He's an older guy. He's, he worked in the subway tunnels in Manhattan for years. All right, he went through 9/11. He worked for Pan Am as a mechanic, so he really knows electronics. He knows aviation. Okay, he was going to be a pilot at one point. Didn't work out. And I told him, I, you know, abs- uh, you don't really think we went to the moon, do you? I was kidding around with him. His name's Uncle Herbie, and he said, "Of course we did." So I gave him a couple of reasons why I don't think we went to the moon. Or that I'm questioning, that I'm definitely on the fence, uh, leaning one side. And he just basically said, well, I don't know about all that, but, and he got pretty upset. And then I sort of brought it back down to, hey, man, I enjoy talking about this with you. I'm not fighting with you. I just like sharing the information because maybe something will spark your interest and you'll say, oh, what's that thing about the rock being fake given to a dignitary? The moon rock? It was actually uh, some sort of petrified wood. That's weird. Why would they do that? Oh, uh, what's this you say about uh, the fact that we've never gone uh, past low-level orbit since the supposed moon landings ever again? That we just decided to throw that technology out the window? Hmm, that's kind of weird. And, a, and mm-hmm. a, a handful more. But the point is, is that why can't we just have a, a talk about it? At the end, he understood where I was going. Okay. Now I get the golden age. The golden age is the following. These guys are doing well. Conferences are up. Ticket sales are up. Ancient Aliens is a good series. It's still kicking butt. You know what the difference is that they're missing, Angel? How dare they 
take mm-hmm. good research like Aaron Van, uh, Van Daniken, like Tukalos. How dare they take those good researchers who have spent years <laughs> not making a dime, by the way. These guys were poor, man. They were out there really doing quality research, and then they finally got a spark because it made sense. Because there's fucking proof. Because the cave drawings don't lie. Because there's actually something to this that makes sense that says there was another species here, a high level in te- uh, of intellect and technology that may have either created us, mated with us, assisted us on many different levels of evolution. That is amazing. It's an amazing discovery. And they deserve all the accolades for it and attention. And how dare you try to group that in with schlocks like Andy B., Corey Good, David Wilcock, where they're just coming up with tail after tail with zero behind it. Zero. And we can't say, well, they had this. He brings up the NJ-12 papers. Guess what these guys don't have that the NJ-12 papers had? The papers. They had proof. They had uh, documents to look at and review. They have none of that. And so this high level of radio, this journalistic integrity where you can't pronounce people's names, what kind of bullshit is that? It's sanitized well, is what it is. And what he doesn't That happens realize, to me once in a while. But I've, you know, butcher names here and there. But. Oh, you know, we'll always, <laughs> why do you think I came up with Andy B.? The point is, is that what he doesn't realize, and I guess it, since he doesn't listen, he's not going to be listening to this. I would tell him in a nice way, Jimmy, or George, or any. But George doesn't do that. No, no, no. Jimmy little is ray, actually little ray of sunshine. Little ray of sunshine. That's what he likes to be called. It doesn't. The point is this: he doesn't understand that what is happening is is that actual core ufologists, not New Age uh, floaties, actual ufology folks that prefer scientific method to research and proof and evidence and truth-seeking are pissed, not because they're making money, not because they're getting acknowledged. It's because they're full of shit and they're dragging us down with the shit into the muck, into fantasy land. There are reasons that people make fun of the Whole Life Expo. Do your research. Okay, we're going to go to another clip of Jimmy. And then we're going to move on uh, to uh, some of his guests because, uh, you know, again, it became the most frustrating three hours I've ever wasted because I thought I was going to have some quality people like Dolan, like uh, Timothy Good, um, Stanton Friedman. Where are these guys to talk about high level infiltration of ufology? Are you kidding me? He brings on Tim, the producer over coast to coast. Okay. Thanks, Tim. Let's keep going with uh, JC2. See what else enlightens us. What I need to do, what these guests tonight on the show need to do, is help you. To help you just realize when you see this kind of negativity out there, uh, what to do about it. (laughs) You need to really realize what is the goal here. What is the goal? Okay, and, and just just remember that. The one thing about this show, the one thing about me, the one thing about our crew, and, and the fate or nots, if you think about this, we have never, ever, ever once said anything publicly on the air that has been negative. 
about anybody, a group, an individual. We, we just don't do that. We've never posted that. We've never put anything in an email. And I've said it many, many times. Hack my email account. <laughs> Hack it. You're not going to find anything. Look at all of the posts. Look at all of the everything in social media. Look at every tweet. Look at everything ever. That's why this community has gathered around this show, because you know it's not going to be that. You don't come here for that. Yeah. Did, so what do they it, come here for? Well, that what is the goal? And that's the question he puts forth. What is the goal? Well, I think the goal on his end... I think the goal on Gaia's end is to say, hey, we got to mm-hmm. squash this because, like I said, and we haven't even gotten to good yet tonight, so that's for next hour. But I think the goal is, hey, if good goes down, a lot of people are going down. And the funny thing about this, Angel, and I have one more clip to play about uh, from Jimmy's show with Mike Barra, which really kind of sums up this cronyism bullshit, this, uh, you know, Scratch my back. I'll scratch yours because, uh, you know what? I'm doing better than I was doing five years ago. And sure as shit, where's Jimmy on his way to tomorrow? The mm-hmm. E-SETI Ranch. The E-SETI Ranch, which just by happen uh, stance, I was right near two weeks ago because I was camping near uh, Trout Lake out in Mount Adams. So I was at the base of Mount Adams, right where the ranch is. Unfortunately, it was it was very overcast that night. Uh, but I sat there thinking, wow, this is a mecca for people. This is where people come from all over the world because this man claims he's going to bring you the saucers. And he's been doing this for what, 20 years? Yep. Okay. And, there. Yep. And, and that's moved the needle how? But God forbid I bring up his name or the claims. I mean, give me a – it's rubbish. But here's Jimmy on his way. What is the goal? Well – I think it's pretty obvious. He's on his way over to the East City. They're going to do a their international uh, blah blah spiritual conference, okay? And then they're going to talk about how many amazing things they saw in the sky. I'm sick of that. That is not pushing the needle forward in 2017. If you are a ufology uh, person, diehard like myself and like a lot of my cronies. In fact, I think most of the cronies that I respect aren't even paying attention to this malarkey. Um, perhaps I wouldn't either, but the problem is, is that it's starting to really hurt the ones that I do respect. And that's very sad because if you fast forward and these guys win because they have the most toys and the most, uh, capital so that they're able to squash us from saying, Hey, what about this? Hey, questioning, what is the motive? What is the goal? Well, then we're in a lot of trouble and these guys will all be gone soon. Mike Barra. I've interviewed a few times, and uh, he wrote a book called Dark Mission with uh, Richard C. Hoagland, who I'm not a fan of. And Mike and Richard, I don't even believe uh, they're in touch with one another. I don't even know if they're cronies anymore. But the point is, is that Barra still does plenty of conferences and is still a personality. He does television programs, etc., ancient aliens type programming, history channel, and such. Um, and I think that this sums up, uh, where he started to really anger folks like me, people that don't need to be reminded that they don't get paid to do this. We don't need to be reminded that we're on shoestring budgets. I'm not sitting here for 
for 25 minutes telling you about my YouTube and my Twitter and Facebook account and how dramatically important the show is tonight. It's not going to happen. Let's go ahead and run. Uh, and my- buy gold. We have a lot of gold to sell you because if you buy gold, you'll be protected when the zombie apocalypse kicks in. Yes, exactly. Thank you for that <laughs> shout out. Okay, so here we go. We're going to play Mike Bear talking about this new spin. And keep him off. This was the big question. Has ufology been infiltrated? Of course, nobody's names come up, and we're not allowed to mention them. But if we could, here's Mike's Barris take. Well, I mean, stop being jealous of each other for one thing. I mean, look, you know, the bottom line is there are people that are going to come in with entertaining stories. They may or may not be true. In a lot of cases, they can't prove them because they're just not the kind of stories you're going to be able to prove. You're not going to be allowed to walk out of Area 51 with a piece of the Roswell Flying Saucer. So let's take people at their word, and I've discovered that when I – Talk to anybody one-on-one in the community, the people I've met, you know, Whitley Strieber, Corey Good, David Wilcock, all these guys, they're all people of good heart and good intent. And, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt, and, and you just basically take the information that fits for you and keep it, and the information that doesn't, let it go. And, you know, I, there's, there's just the thing is that we're all talking about the same extraordinary events that are going on around the world. And we're just saying it to people in different ways with different language and through different methods. And so I would say stick to your guns and don't let a few bad apples who don't get invited to big conferences anymore ruin this thing. You know, it's funny because anybody can go to a big conference, uh, Mike Barra. And, you know, I used to have a lot of respect for Mike Barra back in the day when he was on Enterprise Mission with Richard Hogan, back when the illusion still had me under control that uh, these guys must be onto something before I realized the BS that's going on. But look what he is saying in this particular clip, Jesse, this is amazing. He is basically telling you guys, you listeners, hey, don't question any of this. Be a sheeple. Just believe everything we're force-feeding you, and we're, we're going to make money, of course. And, you know, we're all nice guys. This Wilcock, he's a gentleman. And uh, all these all these guys, they're all nice individuals. Of course, you got to believe them. And, you know, that's how they pull it over you every single time, Jesse. I mean, that's exactly how they do it. Nice speak. They sound friendly. They look nice. Hey, Hitler, I'm sure, when he first came up, everybody's like, oh, look, he's a nice guy with a funny mustache, but uh, he seems okay. And then he did what he did. Not so nice, right? So this is exactly the problem with ufology. People like, you know, saying stuff like what Mike Barrow just said here. Hey, just believe it. They're nice guys. Just believe it. No, Mike, this is exactly what you have to do against. Uh, you have to be completely opposite. Don't believe everything you're fed. It's amazing to hear him say shit like that. It just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is oh, that my when God. When I was going through these clips, I was like, who are these people? And then I said, what is the motivation? It's not this that is not the to Mike, figure out. This is not the Mike Barrow from a few years ago, Jesse. This is not the way he sounded you know, years ago when I interviewed him. Yeah, because things were taking a dip. I'm telling you. This right. Is, it's crazy. And, and look, I'm not, I'm not somebody who's uh, – I don't have an axe to grind that, that, that things are looking up for them in their wallets. I'm happy for them, but not at the risk of ruining this subject forever. And that's what they're, they're playing with. And so – I think we are reaching a tipping point. I think you do have to draw a line in the sand and shame on some of the people who we're going to get to in the next hour when we take a break, which we've already missed because we have so much information. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, And I think we really need to call some people out. And you know this show is fine with doing that because Mm -hmm. that's the whole point. How are we supposed to make any change or influence anyone's opinion if we're not willing to talk about them? It makes Jesse, no sense. We're not bad apples. 
They want us to be sheeple. They want us to be sheeple. They really do. It's really sad. Just leave it alone. And, you know, I mean, there, there are people, in fact, Carrie Cassidy, who I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, I really am not. I have my own issues with Carrie, but I respect the fact that she goes out there and she tries to do these interviews all the time and such. Uh, yeah, her ego really bothers me a lot of the time. And, and she's already, uh, acknowledged that to her audience. And she said, tough shit. And that's okay. She's got a ton of followers. The point being is she discusses why she wasn't invited to contact. And she discusses Gaia behind it. And that's the thing. You play ball or you don't get to play. And then that's what we're being told right to our faces. And they're saying, look, there's tons of, as, as the guy from coast to coast said, losers hanging out in their basement listening that are going to nod their head and say, yeah, these guys are negative assholes. They're just trolls. They just want to ruin everything. (laughs) And they're the guys who always see the glasses half full. So we need to just take Corey Good, and we need to take David and these other guys. I guess these guys went to the David Wilcock School of Pivot and Spin because this is exactly what they're telling them to do. These yep. take them. What do you say? Take them on their word. Take, take them on their word because they're nice guys. These guys, they're gentlemen. They, 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 Wilcock and all five of his foreheads are gentle foreheads. Yeah, I love I, them. Should I have done that with uh, Ed Dame? Should I have done that with Jonathan Reed? Should I have done that with about a hundred other frauds? Now here's the here's the crazy part. Uh, do we have to take a break? Are we on a hard break? Or are we don't here. Yeah, let's take a break and come back and and, uh, and uh, like happened with Andy B. I have an Andy B. up uh, I left out, and it's so gonna good. Blow your fucking mind because this thing gets even deeper. We're coming back after the break. We're talking about the infiltration and the bad apples of ufology with Jesse Randolph, Angel Espino, the angel of ufology. In yes, the sir. day of your time, you put out radio. Don't go anywhere. Behind a curtain of Air Force secrecy. So, that's what's going on. You put out radio if you're a newbie. Get it out of the way real quick. We exist to explore reports. I am a cosmic cowboy. You can be my space love toy. Want to be a time traveler. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's SupermanHomePage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. SupermanHomePage.com, covering the world of Superman. From the 1930s to today, news, reviews, rumors, and reports, SupermanHomePage.com for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com Have you heard Mac Maloney lately? In your military career, did you ever see anything that came close to an unusual UFO sighting or... No. Holy (laughs) s***. 
That was the yeah, yeah. ten seconds of uh, no. What are you? That tra- was so convincing. Yeah. What are you trying to say there? Well, UFO is an innocuous term. That's the worst fucking denial I've ever heard. And I don't Mac Maloney's Military X Files Friday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on the Public Streaming Radio Network. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with Key Information Solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let Key Information Solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954 That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Go. Welcome back. You've been on Radio Thursday night, 29th. 2017, here we are, we're back with Angel Spino, and we're broadcasting live from the Bad Apple Network, the few Bad Apples Network here yeah. on uh, Euphonite Radio. Yeah, and we're talking tonight about the infiltration of ufology as the uh, New Age community is attacking the ufologist community and trying to get the people, the masses, to do whatever it is they want, which is basically to become shapeful, as Angel brought up in the last clip by Mr. Mike Barra, which is take these people on their word. Don't question it. Just go with the flow or else we don't want you. Right? Go away. Well, we're not exactly going anywhere. Thank God for free speech and thank God for how our country works. And we're going to continue tonight. And I have some great tidbits. We've already discussed a lot of stuff. But what I really want to get into is what's going on with Corey Good, Because, like I said, Corey Good represents a lot at this point. And I uh, would like to interject here with a clip of Sanity, Angel. I really would. Because okay. we just listened to about an hour of insanity as far as motivated yep. by... I would think the almighty dollar and keeping a lot of these stories churning. Uh, a, a story like Corey Goods or most of the stories, uh, if not all, by Will Cock and the bunch. Uh, and keep in mind, these are the A-listers. I'm not talking about the B-listers like Bashar uh, and folks like that. On the stay of your time. I'm not talking about that. But the A-listers, here's what they do. They churn and churn and churn. There's never any payoff. There's a payoff on their end because there's a career. It's very simple. It's a very simple recipe. And the scary part is they're getting a lot of young people involved. And I'm hearing a lot of things from young people. I know some of them got angry because some of them were called Corey's kids. And apparently is employing some of them. So I don't know why they're so upset. They happen to be young people, which is – uh appropriate because they're trying to go after a younger market and we discussed all this two weeks ago so i'm not going to rehash we have too much to do go check it out but i will say that some of these people are now doing pretty well on youtube they're 
their channels are getting hit and all of a sudden they're uh, becoming semi A-listers when these people really didn't exist a, a year ago. They just weren't here. So it's it's quite amusing to see these newbies telling you how it is. Anyways, uh, I thought this would be a little sanity here. So here's a woman. I call her the New Ager Lady. And the reason I call her that is because I don't have her name handy, which I should. So I always give credit to people I should uh, when I run their clips. And I thank them for that because without your clips, you would just hear my lips uh, going the entire show, which could get quite boring. Uh, to most, except uh, a couple of diehards. So let's go ahead and see how this is starting to shift. Because people are now stewing. This upheaval that JC talks about is people actually using their brain and going, you know what, what's the other side of this coin? Is there any truth to this SSP stuff? Or is this just like bad science fiction that I just paid 450 bucks to, to hear? Uh, why don't we go ahead and see what the new age... Uh, lady has to say about this i have been like following certain people myself for years and what i always find is that they're usually wrong and then when the thing that they said was going to happen didn't happen they just invent something new and then they study that oh you know the year 2000 uh the world didn't end and nothing changed now it's year 2012 and then everyone gets on board that bus and then it's like oh no it's not 2012 now it's been delayed it's like it's 2023 you know, 2023 or, or whatever, and it always gets pushed back and pushed back, and then you'll reach that point, and they'll be like, oh, no, sorry, we were wrong, it's been delayed, another blah, 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 here's a new book I've written about it, and, you know, they just they just keep it going, keep it going, or, you know, these aliens are coming to save us, or, you know, this group, blah, blah, blah. I find all of that just leads you nowhere. Seriously, it, it might be fun, it might be interesting, you know, it's a nice story, but honestly, the only person that's going to get you anywhere is you. We are the wizards. We have to decide where we're going and what's going to happen and what we're going to do. And not allow other people to just continuously, oh, fly, <laughs> dictate to us what's happening, when it's happening. And then we lose all of our hope when they're pr proven to be a fraud or it's proven not to be true. Or, you know, Jesus is returning uh, last year. Oh, now he's coming next year. Oh, no, we were wrong. Now it's next year. You know, and you're always you're in this continuous state of waiting or being let down and uh, yeah I really recommend getting out of that whole paradigm listen if you want to information but don't follow people don't become like a cultish member to anything don't ever stop asking questions don't ever stop asking for your truth because you have the power to find out your truth and what you came here to do So, uh, and you won't let yourself down at the end of the day. So be well, be authentic, and uh, yeah, much love to you. One love as always. Um, I like her. Is she right? Is she right? I like her. I like her. You like New Ager Lady? Yeah, she's cool. I like, everything she's saying is on, on the point. You know, she, this is the opposite of Mike Barra. He's telling you, be a sheeple, just follow along, just yeah. believe what we're telling you. And she's telling you what you really need to do is don't follow along, be yourself. Do you forget about the cultist mentality that these folks are trying to run over your head? And uh, that's exactly the way it should be. I mean, she's she's on the point. Yeah, ask right, questions. Uh, don't call me a, a Saganite right. because I want to ask questions or I demand incredible evidence for incredible claims. 
don't don't call that a negative thing. That's a that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. Correct. Questions yep. questions are good. And you know what? Uh, you can have you can be polite and disagree with people. Not that I'm interested in being super polite, but as you can tell that the way this show has been run this evening, I have decided on purpose to stay away from certain information, personal information. I can't say the same for my counterpart, but if that's the game, that's the game. And I will not go there, not because I think it's wrong, because here's the deal. If you're an FBI agent, Angel, and you're researching which a, I'm not. Right. Well, let's say you were, because sometimes <laughs> these guys get involved in ufology. And they yeah, well, you put that out there like that, even as a what if, they start thinking, oh, he must be. Next <laughs> thing you know, they're accusing me of being an FBI agent, and I'm a man in black, and I'm undercover, well, and I'm trying to destroy these people. Because you never know. I, you know what I'm All saying? Right. You're our way too into fucking Star Wars, I'll tell you that much. This is true. Uh, okay, listen. So if you're an FBI agent or something like this, somebody brought this to my attention, and it's true. The personal... Uh, quality of the messenger, which I learned a long time ago, is all you really have to rely on sometimes. Am I prone to believing a guy like Gordon Cooper, an American hero, if he says, hey, I saw a daylight landing of an alien craft? Um, yeah, the quality of that messenger is probably more interesting to me than a guy named Corey Good who just fell off the train and decided to spew a story. And then you find mm-hmm. out that some of his personal background doesn't seem to be adding up. Am I going there? No. But if you're a real investigator, you probably would. Now, here's what happened, because now we're getting into our Corey Good segment. I think we've really covered the UFO roundtable with Jimmy Church. I think we covered why he did it. I think, uh, like I said, there are people, a lot of people, who are gung-ho with keeping us at bay or getting us extinguished. And that's not going to happen, okay? It's just not going to happen. We are going to always be here, and we're going to have a high level of scrutiny together. That's what we've always said from the get-go. If you don't like it, tune out. If you're going to spew that we're a bunch of rotten apples and that we have some sort of axe to grind, then call us on it. Then have us on the program. It's not because we want the, the almighty acknowledgement of being on your show. Drop the fucking ego. Okay, we're switching gears. Pardon my French. We're going into Corey Good territory. What has happened? Has anyone seen the television show The Following with Kevin Bacon? Yes, I one episode. Okay, I watched was all this all the seasons. Okay, yeah, it was really gory, which you know I love my gore, yeah, and yeah. it was scary, man. These was a cult based on the works of uh, Edgar Allan Poe, I believe. And these kids were out of control. They were crazy. They were willing to murder anybody. They did it, and they were cult to the T, and they were strong. And you remember what you're like when you're in your 20s. You're strong. You're, oh, you're yeah, ready to yeah. take it on, man. <clears throat> yeah, so said, hey, yeah. let's go to Area 51. You're like, yeah, let's storm the gates, man. Let's do this. Cockshore and headstrong. So, yeah, I would want to get these kids involved in my uh, my new religion or my new order of living, my new movement, right, or community as they're calling it, which I think is uh, an interesting choice of words, all right? Nomenclature is important. 
Mm-hmm. So let's listen yeah. to some of these kids. They've been called Corey's kids, which the dark journalist has sort of coined with some of his research. And as he's brought up pretty appropriately, some of these kids just sort of appeared. And now they're working with good. Uh, one of them has been open about that she's on the payroll. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, the message is getting a little creepy. So the first update on Corey Good is uh, post dark journalist, post Bill Ryan, post this flare up of people saying, hey, this guy's full of crap. Why are we still dealing with this? And everybody makes it seem like it was three weeks ago, Angel. This has been going on for since this guy came out. There have been yep. quality yep. researchers. And I'm going to mm-hmm. actually, you know, let's do this. Let's give you a I call it the CG Corey Good recap by a guy. I don't know who this guy is again. I apologize. Um, I had to do a lot of this very, very late in the game, and it was very long. But No excuses, Randolph. You, you know, you're right. We're going to play the clip. <laughs> this guy, for some reason, some, sometimes people's uh, production skills are atrocious. This guy put, like, show tunes underneath him talking, and nice. it's like, why? But the information is there, and it's a guy who actually, uh, in my opinion, is perfect because it's the perfect balance of people who are like, yeah, you know what? I like bohemianism. I like uh, the freedom that some of the New Age community represents. I like the chicks better. You know, that kind of thing. I like going to their dance functions, and I like partying with them. I get all that. But this guy also wants truth, and that's where they run into brick walls with this shit. So let's go ahead and play the the CG recap, and you'll get an idea of some of the claims made by Corey and – this is just another rotten apple out there. Go ahead. What I'm dealing with is claims from an individual whom, in my opinion, after my whole assessment, I think the guy's bamboozling the public. And he's, he's, in, he's uh, connected with David Wilcock, and I think they got a little team for making money. Because here's one of the things. Uh, do you really think top-secret military projects are going to be like, Oops, Corey Good published a website and he's a whistleblower. What are we going to do? Seriously? When YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter can shut down somebody who practically alludes to Islam or alludes to some sort of politically incorrect, we're supposed to believe that Corey Good is getting away with it as a whistleblower. Okay, so we go on with Good is now, um, he remains in direct physical contact with the Blue Avians, no evidence for that whatsoever, who have chosen him as a delegate to interface with the multiple ET federations and See, this is just, this is repackaged Jim Jones. (laughs) You know, I'm the voice of God, but now it's I'm the voice of invisible aliens. Same bullshit. So here's the other interesting thing is, you know, David Wilcox and him have collaborated on a series uh, called, um, I think, yeah, Cosmic Disclosure. Interestingly enough, co- the first the first uh, season, first episode started with, guess who? Corey Good. So who's to say that David who more and more people, I think, are coming out and really beginning to expose this guy, concocted an idea with Corey Good 
one saying, why don't you create an elaborate story? Because Corey Good was in the military. There's there's evidence to that. Um, and let's start a season, and let's make a bunch of money. Now, is it true? I don't know. You know, I don't have I don't have enough evidence to say that's that's a fact. But looking at it from the pers from from the position I'm looking at it, as I'm taking off a lot of the bullshit, what's left is really nothing but a story that mimics a lot of other past conspiratorial bullshit stories. So, so again, you know, it's just... Wait a second, wait a second. This is exactly what I've been saying, Jesse. I know. And it's not just you, Rotten Apple. Word for it's word, It's a lot yeah. of Rotten Apple. It's, it's of tons course. of them. It's barrels mm -hmm. of people because saying, either, you, hey, uh, am I that stupid? Do you guys actually think I'm this stupid after all the mm -hmm. money and time over the years I've spent reading Above Top Secrets and Timothy Goods and Richard mm -hmm. Dolan's and, and histor historical references of, of quality whistleblowers and people and Donald Kehoe's and real heroes in the subject. Right. And then, uh, but no, uh, what a rotten apple. Here's a guy that's just tormented at this point, this poor guy, where he's like, hey, what the hell's going on? When did we become so stupid? So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, you're not alone, my friend. You're not alone. The difference I is, yes, uh, I, well, you know, it, it, it's the truth. And if Jimmy Church and his friends don't want to click on it, that's fine. But don't you dare chastise these people for speaking their mind. Correct. No, sir. Never happened. Yep. Let's keep going. Uh, now yep. that we're into our, our Corey Good discussion tonight, I want to open the phone lines because I've been lax in doing that, and I promised a few people that I wanted them to uh, speak their mind. That's the whole point. It's not just about myself. I'm not a bad apple. I don't like being called one, and I don't think these people are either. I think they just care. Uh, about the subject and quality research and truth seeking. Uh, right. So why don't we let everybody know how to call in, and then I'm dying to play this Richard Dolan clip. All right, the uh, number, guys, is 786-245-8127. Uh, Again, that's 786-245-8127. You can also look us up on Skype by looking up PSN Radio, and that's uh, live everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're you know west side of the Rockies, east side of the Rockies, North side of the equator, south side of the equator. If you're on the moon, okay, we one get of the planets. And, and try to stick on the to solar the solar system. You're involved. good. Yes, please. And by all means, what Jesse just said, please yeah, stick to the I don't subject. want to hear about your sighting. If you want to talk about no. it, call Peter Davenport. He knows. Yes. that's that's his deal. He has uh, a great show about that. Yeah. Or was, uh, George. I'm sure he'll, he'll talk to you about that for four hours. Now, do you want to play the rest of this clip? Because there's like two minutes left on this uh, yeah, CG you know, weekend. there's so much to get to. Okay, I mean, this guy's really kind of summing it up pretty good, I think. He's on point, yeah. I okay, say, if you're interested, point. I'm down with it for sure. Let's go. Okay, cool, cool. Well, here we go. how to look at something. And someone could say, well, that's bias. Well, you know what? If you're a researcher, you learn how to think on both sides, okay? Would it be great if Corey was absolutely true? It would be very great. I think the whole planet should be on the website, should listening to every word that the blue avians, his alien uh, beings, are telling him. But here's the thing, the blue avians are not telling him anything different than any other channeler. 
They, 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 they can be two adults telling an elaborate story about space aliens. Not only that, when you begin to really analyze what they're saying, there's a ton of evidence that shows that what they're saying isn't true. So that alone debunks the whole program. All right. So when you look over at the store, we have this. Um, this is on the Sphere Being Alliance. This is Corey.com. SphereBeingAlliance.com. This is Corey's website. And it says, on the store, it says, Corey does not feel right about charging for delivery of his information to the public to cover his living and travel expenses. So, this story has been created, this story has been created as an alternative to generate some form of regular income for him. At least 10% of the proceeds from every item purchased below goes towards helping Corey so that he may dedicate himself fully to his mission as a delegate of the Spear Being Alliance. So, that's another classic tactic to cause people to go, God, he must be genuine. We won't look for evidence because he must be genuine. He's telling a really big story. Why would he put himself out there? Well, here's the interesting thing. If you look just to the right, guess whose book is sitting there? David Wilcock. David Wilcock, I, I did a video earlier on David Wilcock, where he claimed to be from the future, and he made all these predictions on the George Norrie show, Coast to Coast. I think it was around the year 2000. Guess what? Every prediction he made was not only wrong, it wasn't even close. So you see where we got this? See where the bamboozle comes in? Why are humans making claims of invisible people with special knowledge and constantly being wrong? What does that tell you if you are a smart human being? Because people will actually really have people will actually really I want to have this guy on the show, Jesse. I'm just saying uh, this guy is fantastic. I love listening to this clip. Uh, we, we need to have this guy interview him on the show. I mean, he, he is on point. On I'm sure he would be happy to be on because this is the thing is if your outlet, if you don't pay attention to YouTube, and I urge you to because that's where you're going to get a really good snapshot of what people think about a subject. Come on. You can't get much more of a, a, a sample set than YouTube. It's, it's, it's the world. It's yep. what people dream of when yep. they had to do focus testing. I mean I remember – when they were building the new building at Yahoo when I was there, and they were spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to set up super test labs in the basement that were living rooms and fake uh, office studies where they would have people come in and they would follow their retinas and all kinds of crazy shit. And now they have YouTube and they can study that and the trends. So why? Why would you want to try to ignore that? Well – it doesn't fit your narrative, of course. This guy is right on point. He's done his homework, and he's fell for the malarkey. You can tell. He's woken up. So these folks want you to wake up to their new information, and it's nothing new. It's a, win yep. it's a new window dressing is what it is. It's a new marketing campaign. And the way that they have decided to try to go up against some people who have uh, gone beyond and finally said, you know what? This is really hurting our subject. And shame on for the people who have not done so yet because there's plenty more of them. And that is bullshit. Because you're only hurting yourself in the end. I realize you're not getting rich from this, 
But why do you want to see it go down the tubes by basically joining forces with the dark side? And we know what the dark side represents at this point and starts with a capital G. Okay. So that guy. No. (laughs) Just kidding, Rich. Just, just joking around, Rich. Don't give me a joke. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, I'm going to tell you a piece of information. Like I said, I got fed some information. And I appreciate the information, of course. It comes from very reputable people. And the following has come to me. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago as a rumor. I've heard it again now uh, that apparently a source within Gaia is saying that David Wilcock is not happy about what's going on and how Corey is acting in the past few months. And he has started to distance himself. Uh Stuff to uh, any sort of evidence to back that up would be the fact that in the past few months, David Wilcock has said zero. He's gone from 60 to zero talking about Corey Good. He was on every radio show he could do a few months back before this upheaval, which was really just an avalanche because it was waiting to happen. Obviously, the, the floor was going to fall out at some point and people were going to say, hey, this is getting ridiculous. I mean, did he not expect this? I mean, did he really not expect for this to happen? No, and here's why. And this is uh, this is why uh, my conclusion is that I just think the average person is stupid enough to believe it. And that's really sad, is that you have to underestimate people to such a degree to say the mainstream audience will believe this shit if we push it on their face enough, smear it with peanut butter, and make sure that uh, uh, they still keep coming back for more. And... It is working. It is working. Hi, this is Kevin. I'm not able to come to the phone right now. What are you doing there? What are you doing? You can't uh, just not do stuff anything. like that. No, no, we're getting a phone call from Kevin in uh, Colorado. Okay, yep. okay. Is this Kevin? Kevin? Hey, I wanted to comment on all of it, but I'll start with why you played with Jimmy Church and Mike Barrow. That is classic cult mentality. Us against them. Yep. We're the ones that are right. We're the ones that are good. And the rest of the world is wrong. And life doesn't work that way. You know, it really bothers me when I hear that because I've dealt with a few cults in my lifetime. And that's how they start. You know, most of the cults are religious, but you have to say a good part of the UFO field, at least with these Gaia people, are it's becoming a cult. And uh, Kevin, you, you you have to agree that part of uh, you know the reason that is happening is because for a lot of folks, ufology has become semi-religion to them, as it is. Oh uh, yeah, I I think so in a way. Um, you want to believe something is true, mm-hmm. and my Jesse was saying, there are people that I personally trust in the field more than others, but virtually all those people that I do trust in this field are people that ask questions of the other side of the topic, you know. Uh, when Future Theater and Skywatchers were on Monday and Wednesday night, 
used to get a kick out of Nancy sometimes because she would, somebody would come on with a wild claim and Nancy would say something like, but wait a minute, what about, and go into whatever she was going to say. And it was very gentle at the time. And sometimes the person even missed it. You know, that Nancy was actually calling BS on something. Right. And on Skywatchers, you guys do the same thing when you do those clips during the week of mm-hmm. supposed sightings and that kind of thing. You know, we all, I don't have eyes personally anymore, but we've all got eyes. We all had eyes. So, so Kevin, question, qu- question, Kevin, that, that, what do you think of, uh, like, for example, Mike Barra saying uh, to the audience, oh, just, you know, take it all in and just, you know, believe them, uh, you know, their word, you know, have faith in what they're saying because they're good people. I mean, what do you, what do you think of Mike Barra's credibility now after that? You don't do that with anything, whether it's politics, a church you go to, the UFO field, or reading the Sunday newspaper, because you know somewhere someone's lying. You know, uh, it's just that simple. You know, human beings are human beings. Um, what's his name? Sean David Morton didn't get caught because he was telling the truth. He got caught because of lies caught up with him. Correct. And even the, a lot of the people that did listen to him at one time re- gradually realized the guy just wants our money. Yep. And that's what goes on in the UFO field. You know, look at coast to coast 20 years ago when Art Bell was doing it compared to now. It's become commercialized to the point of you listen to someone talk for about 10 minutes and it's some commercial Five minutes of commercial, I've timed it. Seven minutes at the top and bottom of the hour, and about three and a half minutes in between at the quarter hour. So how much time does that leave you to get any real information out? None. <laughs> and how many, how many of us stopped listening to Coast to Coast because that's what it became? Mm-hmm. It was a way to get people to buy the products on the show. And yep. buy into George Norrie's paranormal dating service. Here, 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 here. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to get Angel on that, Kevin. <laughs> hey, first of all, I have to say, uh, you know, it's nice to get a caller uh, with with a, a really interesting thought on these subjects and on point as usual. I want to thank Kevin for calling in. I, I, I want to get back to the clips, but I want to ask Kevin real quick, not to get too far off course. Uh, you had written me a few weeks back, and you had talked about your interest level and possibly being able to cover the trial uh, with some updates for us coming up with the Stan Romanek trial in Colorado. Can you elaborate on if that might still be a possibility, Kevin? Hopefully. I found out the date of the trial, at least the most recent one said, that's the end of July, July 31st, but I haven't seen any updates since then. And who knows what's going on there. I suspect. I don't have any knowledge of it, but I bet there's a plea deal in the works because there's nothing that's came out in the news at all since that. 
That's a not good that point. I heard anyway. Well, you know, so, it's funny you say that. Uh, it would be fun to get Lou's opinion because he's an attorney. So uh, that that would be an interesting. I haven't heard anybody say that you would think there'd be a plea deal in the works, although you, you realize he's already turned down a plea deal, right? Yeah, but the closer you get to trial and the amount of evidence, he's been turned down having some of his witnesses being able to testify because they're just people that don't have any knowledge at all of the charges. Right, they're not relevant. Because that's what they're the trial's about. Totally. Mm-hmm. And yes. so as you get closer to that trial date and you realize I'm facing god awful number of years in prison if I'm convicted, you know, uh, if you thought you might be convicted, you would at least have to talk to your attorney about, hey, what would a plea deal get me instead? You know, and, and a responsible attorney would at least bring up the subject with you anyway. And bring it up with the DA on top of it. You know, you say that, and I'm I'm with you, but I will say that I have a feeling that a lot of the people involved want this to go to trial because they know it's going to be high profile, and they know it's going to be actually pretty interesting. A lot of law is quite boring sometimes, just going through the motions. Then you get a case like this, and it's like, wow, you know, this might be silly as hell, but it might be a lot of fun, too, as, as far as a lawyer is concerned. So I, I have I, I have some background in that as well from my family, and I can say that it doesn't have as much emotion attached to it when you're doing it every day. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and you know, realistically, I could care less what Romanik's character, supposed character witnesses come in and say about him. His character, the charges are possession and distribution of child porn. Allegedly, but true, true. That's that. That's what the jury's there for. They, yeah, they'll consider the character, but ultimately, it's whether he's guilty or not of the charges. And I served on the jury. I know that feeling of having to convict someone based on the charges. You know, type of thing. And well, let's do that. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off. I, I'm running low on time, and I got to get to this uh, Dolan stuff because it's going to help circle back and bring some positivity, believe it or not, to, the, to where this is all going. I think it's a cleansing, and it needs to happen. It's called the Purge. We love the movies, uh, Kevin. I'm so glad you called in, brother, and uh, I enjoy speaking with you. And I hope it keeps up. How's that? Yep. Thank you, and I'll keep you updated on what I hear out here in Colorado on the Romanic trial just as soon as I get it. But, you know, um been a lot of silence, more more silence than I thought there would be. <laughs> I would have thought we're a month away from the trial, you would think yep. there would be more talk about it. So Yeah, I don't see Lee Siegel covering way, that one, brother. Yep. Mm-hmm. By the way... In relation to Sean David Martin, how mm-hmm. stupid of it was he to flee the sentencing hearing? Because right. you know there's going to be an appeal. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance it doesn't happen all the time, but there's a good chance you would be able to stay out on bond during the appeal. That's gone now. 
Yeah. So even it, if it he was, does it was deal, obviously uh, or well, or he is uh, smarter than all of us, and he's drinking pina coladas right now, uh, getting you know what and laughing. So you know, I mean, maybe you're right, bro. On on paper, yeah. But you know, if you were going to show up and you said it's either take my chances on the road like Dr. Bruce Banner with my finger in the air and my backpack or show up for this thing, get sentenced to 480 years and watch my wife go to prison, never see her again, and uh, wait for a possible appeal. Ugh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I would do, but you know, I'm painting both sides here. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the temptation would be to flee, but Considering what I heard he would be most likely to get versus what he's now going to get because he fled the sentencing hearing and he's a fugitive, you know that's a big. But difference. if you were already looking at, but if you were already looking at it as a life sentence, it's basically asking me: Would you rather have a shot at running, or were you going to show up where you know you're screwed for the rest of your life? I mean, I think a lot of people would run. Yeah, why not? Uh, perhaps he ran up Especially with, with his uh, belief uh, systems. And I'm oh, sure he has money saved up, you know, in escrow accounts somewhere. This is a guy who knows. This banks. is a guy who. Yes, I mean, this is a guy who knows a lot about different locations. Exactly. He's a smart guy. Yep. So I uh, say. Maybe he got up with Sergio and, uh, you know, he went in that time machine and went back. You know, who knows? I think it'll be family. What I, what I love is that he left his. How did Andy B come into this? How did Andy B come up? Uh, what do you What are you getting at, Kevin? I don't get it. Because you know, if you go find Andy B and you find that time machine that he claimed to jump through time with, you know, that would be the perfect thing. If you went back twenty, fifty years, and nobody knew you back then, well, you yeah, wouldn't have to be a fugitive. What what I love is how uh, how uh, Sean David Moore left his wife behind and wanted to run by himself. Well, we don't know that. Yeah, to that be true I mean, he might be totally knowledgeable. I don't know. I mean, uh, right now, what I know is that Sean Morton is free, and he's a fugitive, and right, right now he is outsmarting everybody. That's well, let's, see how, let's see how long that lasts. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not praising him. I'm, I'm saying, saying this else. is. But that is the facts. Kevin, I yep. got to go, brother. Keep in Love touch. you, Kevin. Okay. Take care. Thanks for Take calling. Take care, buddy. Okay, okay. look. We've He's got great. limited times. Yep. Here's what I want to do. Uh, you know, we're talking about both sides of the coin here, and I want to get to a person I think that sums up uh, my view and a lot of my peers. Uh, so Richard Dolan, of course, if you don't know who Richard is, uh, then you have no reason listening to this program, probably. He, he is an icon. And in my opinion, he is the top UFO researcher that I would want to represent the subject to any foreign interest, uh, any government official, and as a representative of the human race, even. Yep. Uh, am I pumping the guy? Yeah. I'm not friends with him. I've interviewed him a few times, and he's from New York, upstate. Uh, we have that connection, I guess, but I, I, I don't feel like I know him. Uh, we're not friends, and I don't get any money. I don't sell his books. I think he's fantastic, okay? And sure, 
he's been attacked. Everyone gets attacked. And he's going to discuss this in this clip a little bit. And I just, you know, listen to it. And again, a show on KGRA, which is kind of strange because it's the same station as church. Right. Uh, and right. I think that is uh, he is encompassing a lot of uh, positive thoughts right now because there is some hope. And I think the hope is Richard Oglin. I mean, I'm <laughs> sorry, Richard Dolan. Oh, my God, Richard. I'm sorry. Yeah, was a, well, no. No, the hope yeah. is not Easy mistake, though. My goodness, that would be very depressing. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's go with the Dolan clip and clear your mind and just say, okay, this is where it gets better, and this is where the purge starts to happen. Here is an acknowledgement of a possible tipping point. I want to talk about the ufology wars. I chatted about this last week. Um, I think what prompted? I had a phone call. I don't think I told you this race. I had an hour-long phone call with Mr. Jimmy Church earlier today. That's easy to do with Jimmy. Oh, my God. So he called He called me out of the blue. I'm looking at the phone ring. It's like Jimmy Church. I'm like, I don't want to answer this. So I, I didn't. And then I lied. I messaged him. He doesn't know this yet. I said, <laughs> I'm in a meeting. I'll get back to this later. I uh, know uh, you did. Because <laughs> I thought, like, this is going to be about Corey Good. And I called and we talked. And uh, it wasn't just about Corey Good, although that came up. In other words, what is what is it about this situation in our uh, in our culture today that is causing everything to crack apart? And he's not just talking about the arguments uh, dealing with the secret space program and Corey Good and Bill Tompkins. So I'm going to tell you what I think about it. First of all, let's go break it down with the secret space program. Now, you know. I've said this last week. I don't need to rehash this over and over again, but I'm just going to say one more time. I have no personal animus against anyone in this program. I have no personal animosity to Corey Good, no personal animosity to Bill Tompkins, certainly none to Michael Sala, who I know, and I like Michael personally. All right. Um, I don't even have a personal thing against Andrew Bastiago, even though he and I had a one-day Facebook flame-out, or actually it was mostly by him. Um, I got nothing against him personally. In fact, I met him. He's a nice person. He's actually very nice. Um, I can disagree with these people, and I do, about certain things. Bottom line with the secret space program and these types of claims, whether the claim is that they went to Mars through a jump room with Barack Obama or whether they um, designed kilometer-long battleships with the U.S. Navy in the 1950s or whether um, you know they went to Mars for 20 years and came back or fought – reptilians or met with blue avians or whatever the problem that we researchers responsible researchers have to have with any of these is i need more than a good campfire story i need more than a story all right because it's not just me that's that's your critic you've got an entire world of skeptical and often hostile analysts out there who have got you in their crosshairs, and you have to know this. All right. So if you're not coming up with your best game possible, don't even bother. Don't even bother showing up. And I'm talking, for example, about Bill Tompkins, a book that I passed on. I was asked to publish that book, and initially I said, yes, I would actually – I think I'd like to publish this book. Whistleblower, Douglas Aircraft, heck, sure, why not, right? From the 1950s and 60s, Secret Space, I'll look at it. Well, it was – it was an embarrassing 
manuscript to read. And that's all I'm going to say about it. It is an embarrassing manuscript to read. There was no way that I was going to publish that book. And I don't care how much money that book makes or made. Oh, my God. I mean, finally. Oh, sorry about that. That, see, it was so good. Music, music kicked off. You saw that? That's how yeah. good that was. I mean, uh, if this doesn't tie it all together, Angel, I don't know what else does. Finally, an A-lister, uh, one of the, the icons in the subject is coming forward and saying what nobody else wants to say because they're afraid of either not getting invited back to conferences or not being able to book guests on their show, right? So we've exposed that agenda. It's pretty obvious to the semi-intelligent person. But now we have Do- uh, Richard Dolan tying it together and finally not only owning up to the fact that these guys are hollow. They are no story. They're campfire stories. That's all they are. Yep. But then he chastises them for having such thin skin, which obviously they do. Mm-hmm. Why this is all a big mystery to them, why they're being scrutinized and criticized as they like to call it, when all they're really doing is being investigated or vetted. And this is a guy who is being invited, as always, to the MUFON Symposium, where Corey Good will be speaking, as well as Andy B., Andrew Bashago. Wow. And here's where it gets ultra weird. Wow. Are you ready? Are yeah. you holding on to your pants? I'm holding on to my pants and the wig on my head. Go ahead. Okay, here's where it gets really fucking weird. Hold on to my toupee. Here we go. Uh, Randy Moggins from Off Planet Radio does a show a couple weeks ago, a two-parter, which I urge you all to listen to. I don't know Randy. I just listened to his show, okay? Um, with Andy B, a two-parter. And Andy B has been kind of under the radar, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I has. Yeah, stuff on him. I, I don't know if he, you know, what happened to him. So, well, he didn't win the presidential anyway. election like he was claiming. Uh, just that's what happened. You know, he, he said he was going to be the president, and here's Donald Trump, the president. And you know, sorry, Andy, you got to go away for a little while so people forget your fail. Well, and here's the pivot. You ready? Uh, go he ahead. goes on Morgan's show Uh-oh. and starts to proclaim that Corey Good is full of shit. And that Randy oh. Kramer is full of shit, and he's finally throwing down the gauntlet because he's pissed off because he's not being recognized. He's being <laughs> shunned, and he's going to sue a bunch of people for defamation of character. What? Yes, this is crazy you, town. You, tell me, you're, you're, tell me, please tell me you're not kidding here. Tell me I this swear, is I, I, when, I, when I heard it, I almost fell down laughing. Because it is as crazy as you can get. Oh my that goodness! The fraud is mad at the other frauds. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to myself. I, said, I can't believe this. This is you can't write this shit. When and, did when did you follow? When did you follow you become WWE? Well, the, yes. <laughs> Fantastic analogy. Thank you. And oh. Andy, B, Andy B is like uh, all right. Let's put wrestlers to them. Okay, Andy B, is he like George the Animal Steel? What is he? Andy B, you know, that's a very, very good comparison. George the Animal Steel, I like that. <laughs> He's just like, on, on the turnbuckle, right? Yep, that's, uh, that's Andy uh, B right there for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think he passed away recently, FYI. Yeah, rest anywho, in peace. Anywho. Uh, and, of course, can this get uh, any weirder? Can this get ma- any weirder? Ma- hold on, real quick. Uh, um, Eisenhower, uh, Magdalene Eisenhower, Lady Cherry, remember her? Queen Cherry? 
Queen? Sure. No, I, I, maybe I missed that episode. The one, the, the one that used to be with Macho Man and the Savage back in the day? Oh, Queen Elizabeth. No, no, not that one. The other one, the evil one. I didn't know there was an evil one. Sensational Cherry. You remember her? Sensational. Oh, man. She was very pretty. Sensational Cherry. Yeah. Okay, let's not stray too far. (laughs) But uh, it it, it was so strange, and I had to back up and listen to the show again. It's a two-parter. So, And they let him go. I mean, Randy does a very good job of just sort of, you know, just letting him go, man. And Uh. I, I was a little bummed out that he didn't press him on anything because... Here he is. I mean, I don't know. Has Andy B. taken polygraph tests? Nope. Uh, but yet people were getting uh, – he had some other folks on. Uh, in fact, he had my first guest on ever because you'll never forget your first guest, right? Mm-mm. Yep. And it was a guy named Dan Willis, and he was on the disclosure panel, uh-huh. uh, the first the first one with uh, Dr. Greer. So – he was on this panel, and they're sitting there saying, well, you know, Corey hasn't taken a polygraph and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. When did Andy B. pass polygraph? <laughs> when did that? That's, that would be fucking news to me. And I think for the longest time I wanted to do a program. Obviously, we wouldn't have the budget, and you wouldn't get people to do it, which is, you know, it's just called lie detector. And basically, these guys come on, and either they're right or wrong. You find out during yep. the show. But they wouldn't do it. And no. there's always an excuse for why, mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's it's kind of a shame. But you know you know you we don't hear mentions at all anymore. Okay, your uh, favorite Sheldon Idol. No, we don't. He's he went from a like B plus player to like a B minus. What happened to him? Really? That's what happened. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm trying to say is that uh, one of the reasons Corey Good is so ostracized right now and, and getting all the looks he's getting is the obvious reason, which is that he's associated and being marketed via Gaia. So these other characters, they they have these terrible looking websites. They have low production value. Yeah, they, they have do. Yeah, bad yeah. audio. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't have the, the studio that Jimmy Church has in my basement. No. And I'm actually you have me. in a bunker. Okay, I'm not in a studio in Burbank, California. No, you're not. No, but you have me in a bunker in Portland, Oregon, and I you don't are. make money from the program. That to me is a little bit more raw, and that's our motif because that's who we are, not because we're trying to create any sort of image. This is who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as raw as you can get in ufology, kids. With that being said, I think we're going to try to wrap it up here. I, I think we've kind of updated the audience tonight on what this is all about, how yes. a guy like Richard Dolan, who is now, in my opinion, one of the last hopes to save uh, a subject that is being just nailed, heavy. It is being totally, uh, what's a good word for it? I don't want to say attacked. It's say, being munsoned. It's being munsoned. Yes, yes. And it's yeah. really being just taken over by yes. this really strange entity of, and they're painting pictures about us. And I really think in that this entire minutiae, this uh, issue is going to be solved by people, these A-listers, if they start to come forward and mm-hmm. come out against this and just say, look, I know the money's nice over on the Gaia side of the street, but I don't like the message, and I don't like trying to blend ufology with entertainment uh, to the point where the entertainment is 90% 
and the truth is 10%. I want it the other way around. I don't want Mike Barra speaking for me. Uh, hey, take it easy, buddy. These are fun stories to hear. No, that that's for a different channel that I watch late night called Sci-Fi Channel. And that's great. And we know that. We all have fans of that subject. That's not what we want, taking over uh, this this terrific subject that is oh so important. So with that being said, I think I'm going to put more emphasis on Richard Dolan and trying to get behind him. He's going to the MUFON Symposium coming up where these gentlemen will be speaking. And I urge him and others to start to say, we have to raise the bar back to where it used to be. We have to make the people who put their necks out back in the 50s and 60s and 70s, we have to make sure that those people didn't do it in vain and get back to basics. We have to purge the subject of charlatans. We must do it. If we don't do it, we will be an entertainment laughingstock for the next eon, which is what we are right now. Correct. Yes. Uh, Anything to add before we wrap it up here, Angel? I'm, I'm pretty exhausted to a certain degree. Yeah, no, I'm with you, but uh, no, the uh, the last clip with Richard Dolan just uh, nailed it for me. That's uh, really good. Yeah, that was great. And, and here's a guy uh, that is a straight shooter. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, yeah. he's also an intellectual. He is a researcher. He mm-hmm. really is. He's, he's an historian. I mean, he is wow, our Obi Wan like Kenobi. He is our only hope. But, I mean, you're looking at the other side of the street, which is Tom DeLong and Corey Good. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And uh, another... Screwed DeLong are we. <laughs> yeah. And another strange version of Coast to Coast uh, on, on the precipice of uh, taking over for the next 30 years, which is going to be the gold standard of mediocrity. No. Yeah. No, this is, this is the tipping point. Richard Dolan, if you hear this show... Uh, you're always welcome here, of course, number one. Number two, if you have the ear and you would like to hear or talk to this audience, please do. Contact us. We might reach out to you. And how can we assist with the symposium? How can we assist with other people who are feeling just as frustrated with the direction that this subject is taking from a credibility standpoint via tangible evidence, scientific method, etc. That in itself is a lot of information to digest. I might listen back to this show because it went in a lot of different directions and there were clips we didn't even get to. I have clips, you know, Angel, I I have clips that are still mind-blowing to me that I wasn't able to play tonight. So I think yep. next week what we're going to get into is some of these folks who are getting a little scary to me. As far as uh, when I brought up the analogy of the following with Kevin Bacon, go check Mm -hmm. out an episode before you listen to next week's show. We're going to take it off from there. We're going to take it up from there. And this is where we're going to leave off tonight. I think we should just stop instead of trying to just end the show and make it a two-parter. Don't you agree? I am. I'm with you. Okay. So next week, we're going to take it right from here. Uh, That'll be next Thursday. Uh, the same time, which is locked in stone now, uh, health permitting, of course, and that is 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, right? Uh, 11 o'clock Correct. Eastern, and that yep. won't change. And 
hopefully I won't screw that up anymore. And for everybody else listening out there, from everyone in China or if you're in the Middle East where we have friends uh, on yep. patrol, and we have some friends in Denmark, I believe, and yes, all kinds of great people who listen to the program and say nice things. Australia, shout out to New Zealand. We have a good friend out there. Um, I just want to say thanks for listening. And hey, you know what? even You're to the haters, even, even to the haters, thank you for listening. Even to the rotten apples, yes. we're here. We're not bad people. We actually uh, have high standards for this subject, and that's not a bad thing. That's where you guys should be, in my opinion. Correct. With that being said, thanks for listening tonight. You've been listening to Youthonaut Radio with Jesse Randolph, Angel Espino on psn-radio.com, the public streaming network. We'll see you next week, everybody, on this day of your time.